And we are on. What's going on? This is the Purely Fluent Podcast. And I hope you're having a great day. It's 12-20-2020, right before Christmas. I hope you're having a great holiday season to be respectful for other people who might not be a conservative right-wing Christian like myself. Um, many blessings to you all. Um, and Merry Christmas to those who are celebrating Christmas. Well, uh, let's get right into it. Um, I have a headline here. California hospitals contemplate rationing care as they get more overwhelmed. Um, and as a person who is very, very radically conservative and Christian, I'm going to tell you just like it is. I'm going to tell you how I feel. Um, you know, on, on, on my social network pages, you know, um, you know, I'm really real, like raw, real. And I've had to tone it back a little bit because like it's Facebook. People don't want to be talking about politics all the time, you know, but on Twitter, like I go right at it on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Talking to Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, you know, um, retweeting, tweeting and, you know, um, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's how, that's who I am. So what I'm going to do right now is I am going to also give you another piece of my personality and my character. And that is to be honest, you know, um, to be honest. And so as a, as a conservative, I have to be honest. And I say that I have a question for us and it's something that we need to consider as conservatives. And it's very, very great as a strategy as well. Um, and that is, are we right about our views on the Corona shutdowns? Um, and let me just go right to it and just, and just get it all out in, in the air and explain to you exactly what I'm saying. A lot of conservatives, they... I would say it's fair to say that they believe or act like Corona is not real. Okay. Um, They act like that the government has, or they believe, again, they act like, or they believe um, that the government has no place in shutting down our economies and telling people what to do. Um, And, um, yeah, so I think in California, um, we have a very big question on our hands because California, as we know, is one of the most strict on shutting down the economy and telling people what to do in Corona than almost any state in the nation. So you got California. You have Governor Newsom in California. You have Governor Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, which where I live. And it's been pretty bad here, too. Um, also, in New York, we have Governor Cuomo in New York. And all three of those governors are the toughest governors on their citizens. Um, as you know, as well as New Jersey can be named Ohio, um, which has a Republican governor. All the other governors that I've named, they're, they're Democratic governors. Um, but um, Ohio has been here and there with theirs, you know. Uh, let me see here. What, who else? What other state can I name right now that really sticks out? Mm, I can't think of any of the states that really stick out on this, but um, let's just leave it right there. Okay. So the question is, are... Or is Governor Newsom's way of approaching and California's way of approaching fighting Corona, is it working? Would it be worse if they did not totally shut down? Because the first thing I think is, well, you guys, and I've heard this a lot from other conservatives. You guys have the strictest Corona lockdown, shutdown um, measures across the whole nation. Why do you have such a huge outbreak? And I'm going to read 
from this article from Fox News in just a second to explain how serious it is. Now, it is serious. So we so I I don't want I don't think conservatives should poo poo it and say, you know what, this is not serious. You know, everything's going to be okay. No, it is really serious, according to the numbers, and it could get a lot worse. Okay, so and I'm 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 taking these people at their word. You know, I don't trust Dr. Fauci. I don't trust a lot of government officials. You know, I'm right there with you. But we have to ask the question if Governor Newsom and other governors across the country have did not take such stringent measures to stop the the spread of corona in their states and in their cities would it be a lot worse or would it be the same or would it be better those are the three questions that i think are very important for each and every american to ask and it's important that we ask that question as conservatives because we want to be as fair and as honest as possible in trying to find the truth because we want other people across the political spectrum to do the same thing. So how can we expect a liberal or a person who is independent right down the middle to ask themselves, hmm, I care about people. I care about, you know, um, our rights as American citizens under the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, etc. I care about all of those things. So, are we doing the right things and shutting down our economy and telling business owners that you can't open up your business or telling this person you can't open up your business and telling this person that you can't open up your business because we have to save lives? We have to slow the spread. We have to protect our healthcare workers. We have to protect our children. We have to protect this person or that person or this group or that group. Okay. Um, so if we don't ask these questions of ourselves, then they're not going to ask those questions of themselves as well. You know, so I think we have to really lead and also take away um, some of their power too, because some of their power is they say, well, they don't believe in Corona and they don't believe that it's serious. And, you know, they don't want to help other people, you know, to live or, you know, they don't care if grandma dies or whatever, or, you know, or, you know, um, they just want to go up against, you know, democratic governors and, you know, it's political for them, you know? So we have to take away that in our honesty and trying to figure out you know, um, would it be worse in California if it was not for these stringent um, rules and even the the hypocrisy, you know, of Governor Newsom going out to eat and stuff like that after he's telling people, hey, you know, you have to follow the rules and you can't be meeting and going to restaurants and the restaurants can't be open and all this other kind of stuff, you know, um, and, it's, and then he's going out and partying. And then lying about it, you know, um, and so um, we have to ask ourselves that question, you know, would it be worse in California or in Michigan or in New York if these governors did not do what they did now? Um, and you can probably say that we probably lost the election this last election or it wouldn't have been as close as it was. If it was not for the impression that the American people had of President Trump and conservatives, okay, throughout this pandemic and everything like that, you know, the media made us look like these monsters who don't care about people's lives, who don't care about um, the spread of coronavirus, you know, we don't want to wear a mask and all this other kind of stuff, you know, um... And so, you know, we're taking it as a joke and all this other kind of stuff, okay? So, yeah, so this is like a political strategy, but also it's a way of trying to find the right answers to help us to navigate through this corona pandemic. Um, and I would also say 
that I believe that I know the answer to this question. And that is one of the answers to this question, of course, is that we're in a pandemic, but we also are in a scandemic, uh, a scamdemic where you have, you know, Democrats don't really believe that the Corona pandemic is really as bad as it is because they're being hypocritical. Nancy Pelosi is walking around without her mask. Senator Feinstein, oh, excuse me, she's getting her, her hair done. <laughs> um, I think it was, she let a spa getting, getting something done without her mask on. Um, Senator Feinstein um, of California, she's walking around without her mask in the halls of Congress. Um, so you have a lot of hypocrisy um, and it makes me really wonder, and and these are older people, Nancy Pelosi and um, Senator Feinstein, they're over 60, over 70 years old. They're the people who should be worrying about Corona the most and they're not worried about it. So it's like, you're not even worried about it for like, why should I be worried about it for, you know? Um, but anyway, um, so you have those things going on. Um, but the thing about liberals are, and this goes right to the heart of this question that we're asking, is number one, are we, should we be thanking liberals for being so stringent in the shutdowns um, because they're saving lives? Or would it be no different whether or not we shut down or not? Okay, would it be like, are we really doing anything <laughs> like we think that we're doing something if we were to go by their rules and their regulations and their laws? Um, well, they're, well, they're not actually making laws. They're doing things by executive fiat. They're doing things, you know, um, by bypassing the legislator a lot of times. Um, but if we would go by what they're saying would things be better? And that's what they're trying to tell us, that if we would just follow what they're saying, things would be better. And my point is, I do not think that that is true. We don't know. We don't know whether that's true or not. But I would say, I would say that that is not true. What liberals' problems is, and we can find this out what, what their problem is, um, through their um, their philosophies on things like climate change. What their problem is, is that they think that humans don't have any value or is our, is our problem, um, that we are the problem on earth. So um, they're going to always blame humans instead of just saying that life is like this. People are going to die in life, <laughs> you know? It's just a fact of life that people are going to die, okay? Um, it's just a fact of life that the climate is going to change, but no, they have to blame humans for everything. So they have to blame someone for, you know, people even dying, you know what I'm saying? They, you know, they have to blame, um, oh, you're not wearing your mask. Oh, well, well, is a mask 100%? No, a mask is not, is, a mask is not 100%, you know, but we have to live. We have to live. This is what I think one of the problems is, is that they say, oh, well, this is a, you know, don't, don't go to Thanksgiving. This is the reason why we have this large um, problem in California is that you did not listen to what we said. We told you not to go to Thanksgiving and you mocked us and you were angry at us because you said no Thanksgiving and you went to Thanksgiving. And now this is the reason why we have this big surge in Corona virus patients and the hospitals are overrun in California because you did not listen to us. We told you not to go to Thanksgiving. You did not listen to us. And now we have this big surge and a lot of people are going to die, etc. because of that. Well, this is what I think is if you would have listened to a lot of us earlier on this year. And if you would have allowed people who are young and healthy to go out and catch the virus, go ahead and catch the virus. That was what I was saying. Let them catch the virus. I'm, okay, nobody really wants to catch it, right? 
But by you shutting everything down, what you're doing is, is you're keeping people who should be catching it. And you're, you're, you're holding them back. They should have caught it in May. They should have caught it in March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So when the cold months came, November, and you know we have Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. When those months came, people going back to school in September, right? They were going to be spreading the virus a lot more because they were, you know, because we're going to be inside more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to be around family and friends more, you know. We're going to be meeting new people and things of that nature, you know. Um, so why didn't you allow them to catch it earlier on in the year, get their little immunity? I don't know how long that, that immunity is going to be. If it's going to be for a year um, or if it's going to be for six months or um, when you actually catch it. Because the, cause they were saying that um, your immunity would not be lifelong um, and that just like the flu, you'll catch it. And then you then you might catch it next year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, um, so but let go ahead and let them catch it. Okay, now those people who are high risk, those are the people that we have to protect. Those are the people who need to be careful, you know, who they go around or where they go. Those are the people who don't need to be going to the grocery store every two or three days. They need to be, you know, ordering in or having family members and friends, you know, come and bring them groceries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They don't need to be going to restaurants. They don't need to be going to bars. They don't need to be going to the bowling alley. They don't need to be going, you know, um, um, I don't know, you know, out to football games or basketball games. But let everyone else go to bars. Let them go to restaurants. All right. You're going to destroy the whole economy and destroy people's lives, especially the children who they don't want them to go to school. They don't want them to uh, play sports. They don't want them to. Um, you know, work a job, you know, they don't want them to go to college, you know, I mean, come on, y'all, you know, you're destroying the whole economy and also people's lives because people, you know, are committing suicide, children are committing suicide, you know, unfortunately, um, people are depressed, people are, you know, drugging more, you know, drinking and drugging more, you know, um, all throughout the pandemic because, you were trying to force yourself and your values and your views on everybody else. While, um, in many of our thoughts and understanding, you are, you know, trashing the Constitution. You're trashing people's rights. You're trashing people's ability to live their lives and take risk. Because you have mishandled the whole pandemic. You know, um... The thing is, is that we are human beings and people, unfortunately, they're going to die from coronavirus. There's nothing we can do to stop them from dying from coronavirus. If you don't believe me when, when I say that, <laughs> that liberals, they think that we are the cause of everything, do a Google search. Humans are bad. And when you put in humans are bad... And Google, I'm going to do it right now, humans, because I, I did it before I started this podcast, just to see what it says. Humans are bad. If you put in humans are bad, it's, it's going to come up. Humans are bad for the environment. You know what? Let me go to, go to my, uh, let me, let me go to an, an a cognito window because now my Google search is going to give me something that I've already typed up. So let me go to an incognito window. Humans. Uh, okay, it's still doing the same thing. <laughs> anyway, um, if, if, if you put in humans are bad for the environment um, or humans are bad, <laughs> humans are bad for the environment is going to pop up. Let me see what else. Um, how about should humans go extinct? 
that's actually in the search, guys and ladies. Should humans go extinct? And there's actually a movement and articles from the New York Post, from the Washington Post. Let's see here. I'm excuse me for the from the from the from the from the liberal New York Times. Would human extinction be a tragedy? Isn't that something? Let's see here. Um, Vox.com also liberal. Let me see here. Um, human extinction would be unique. A would be a uniquely awful tragedy. Um, it would be immensely sad if humankind went extinct. But what exactly should we be sad about? Mm. Let me see here. Let's see what's the difference. I just don't care. Okay, so let's go to the New York Times article. But I just want you to understand that there are groups of people that think that humans are bad for the earth. They're bad for the environment. We're destroying everything, you know. So it's better for the earth that humans are extinct. <laughs> so um, there's actually a group called the Voluntary Human Extinction, Extinction Movement, V-H-E-M-T. Um, it's an environmental movement that calls... Let's read it real quick before we go to the New York Times article. It is an environment, environmental movement that calls for all people to abstain from reproduction to cause the gradual voluntary extinction of humankind. VHEMT supports human extinction prim pr primarily because, in the group's view, it would prevent environmental degradation. <laughs> now, if you are a Judeo-Christian person, or just a normal person, how about how about that? Just a normal human being. You believe that the earth was created for you to live on. That's inside your conscience. That's inside your mind that, hey, you know what? Um, the earth would be nothing without human beings on it. But no, they think that the earth would be better off without human beings because we are destroying the earth. Okay. So they so they think the earth is more important than actual human beings. Actually human beings. Now, um, now as a conservative Christian, I love the earth. We should treat the earth good, but I'm not blaming human beings for actually using the resources that are on the earth that God put on the earth for us to have better lives. And I understand that we can, you know, there's ways that we can, you know, that we have already, already done to make our environment better under President Trump, actually. Even without joining joining the Paris uh, Climate Accord, we have better the environment better than it has ever been, you know. Um, so it's very very hypocritical for liberals to think that mankind is the problem, um, and that so they want to do something drastic. That's what we have to understand. They want to do something drastic. To they want to destroy our economies because that's what the Paris Climate Accords and all these um, climate accords and the New Green Deal from um, Alexander uh, Ocasio Cortez and you know AOC, the New Green Deal and all this stuff is about destroying our economy, making America weaker, pushing us into a global economy. Remember the remember remember now that they're talking about the the global reset. Now we saw this coming early in March. We saw what was coming, that they was going to use Corona in order to push us into a global government that's prophesied in the Bible, actually, um, a one world government. So we saw this coming that you're going to try to grab power. You're going to try to destroy our economy, make America weaker. China's getting stronger, which is very, very prophetic. I would say that this virus came from China. And. China's getting stronger while America's getting weaker if we mishandle this crisis, if we mishandle the pandemic, if we mishandle our response to the pandemic, if we mishandle the way that we treat our economy 
and the way we treat our citizens, we have become more like China. And, you know, China's doing, it's, it's still doing its thing. It's still, it's still doing this communist authoritarian thing. So for them, it's okay. But when we become unlike ourselves, it is really hurting our nation. It's hurting our children. It's hurting our future. And that's what's going on. And it's important for us to note that the reason why this is going on for is because liberals think that they can, you know, oh, I have to do something. I have to do something to stop the, you know, the, the destruction of the climate. Um, and the problem is, is that what you're doing is you're making things worse. And that's, I think that that's what's happened with Corona. You know, um, this, this what happened with Corona in California. Um, as we have this big surge of Corona cases, people should have caught it in March, in April, in June, July, and August. Healthy people. And if they did, and we should have just been encouraging people who are, um, who have pre-existing, um, pre-existing, um, health issues and comorbidities and things of that nature, you know, we should have been focusing on how can we keep these people out of the population so that they do not catch Corona and overrun the hospital system. And so if you don't want a big wave, what you want is several ripples. You want several ripples instead of a big wave. And that's what liberals fail to understand while they were trying, oh no, let's just stop, let's just slow the spread. Like, let's just slow the spread forever. You know, and I think that that's what they tried to do. And that's what we're having these issues for. So let's go ahead and read the article. California hospitals are battling to find beds to house patients amid fears that the exploding coronavirus infection rate will exhaust resources and healthcare workers. As of Saturday, nearly 17,400 people were hospitalized with confirmed or suspected COVID-19 infections, more than double the previous peak reached in July. So yeah, this is really serious. And a state model that uses current data to forecast future trends so the number could reach an unfathomable 75,000 by mid-January. More than 3,600 confirmed or suspected COVID-19 patients are were in intensive care units. Some areas of California are just right at the cusp of getting overrun, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the country's top infectious disease expert, said during an event organized by the California State University System. Doctors who go beyond are out there. If you're ready to learn about a different kind of care, get in touch. Corona Regional Medical Center Southeast of Los Angeles has converted an old emergency room to help handle nearly double the usual number of ICU patients. It's using space in two disaster tents and two disaster the disaster disaster tents to triage ER patients because the emergency room is filled with patients who need to be hospitalized. Ambulances can sit for two hours unless they are bringing in patients with critical life or death emergencies. I think someone missed a word there. It should, be, it should say ambulances can't sit for two hours unless they are bringing in patients with critical life or death emergencies. Wow. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's serious. So we as conservatives can't act like, okay, they don't have a serious problem. Because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I look at the news and I'm like, is that, is that real? Are there really like, is that, is it really that big of an issue? Um, and, you know, I didn't think that this winter was going to be that big of a deal. And for the most part, it hasn't been a big, that big of a deal as far as Corona is concerned. Okay. Um, but there are places in America where there are really serious surges. Um, and so we have to, we're going to have to get a grip on this and understand like, what are we going to do about this surge in Corona patients? Um, and, you know, surge in hospitalizations, uh, but also the surge in corona infections. 
But I think the main thing that we have to remember is, and the mainstream media and the Democratic Liberal Congress, um, Democratic Liberal politicians, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and, you know, the whole Congress, and the mayors across the country, what they're going to do is that they're going to make it seem like, oh, we got to do something. It's our fault that Corona is spreading and infecting people and killing people. No, we're human beings on the earth. We're going to catch Corona. You don't want to blame China. You don't want to blame um, the fact that they hid information from us. The fact that they lied about the spread of um, the Corona. You don't want to blame um, who? The World Health Organization for lying, lying about Corona or being wrong about Corona or, you know, coddling China. And um, not finding out exactly what was going on with the coronavirus so they can warn the, war, the, the world. You don't want to blame them, but you want to blame President Trump. You want to blame, you know, your citizens. You want to put, you know, restaurant owners in jail. You want to find restaurant owners because they're just trying to run their businesses safely. But you will allow, um, you will allow Hollywood to still film during the corona pandemic, but you won't allow restaurant owners, small business owners to open up their businesses. So that's the problem that we have here is um, we're going to all have to come to grips with exactly what's going on. And as conservatives, we can't run away from exactly what's going on. We have to embrace exactly the truth about what's going on. Yes, there's a terrible surge going on. Yes, Corona is real. Yes, people are dying. Yes, there are things that we can do to stop um, the spread of Corona. But at the same time, see, it's important that we embrace that because what we don't want to do is we don't want to be be seen as being unreasonable. And sometimes we can be unreasonable. Sometimes as conservatives, we can be unreasonable because um, I think part of the reason why President Trump was able to be labeled as someone who did not care about as who, who who did not care about corona and it could have cost him cost us the election um is because he was so anti-mask for a long time conservatives were so anti-mask and it's like just wear the doggone mask all right i don't like it you know but just wear the doggone mask all right um if you wear it then you're able to say well um, so you're telling me that a mask is 70% will protect me 70% of the time. If you're, if you're right about that, if you're right about that, then that means that, um, I could be a part of the 30%. Maybe it's not going to protect me. Um, and I'm going to catch Corona eventually. So basically Mask wearing is not going to stop the spread of the virus, okay? So, whether you wear a mask or not, you know, I mean, um, it, it's not going to make much of a difference. E eventually, the odds are against you. If you tell me that if you get on a plane, if you told me that if you got on a plane and you had a 30% of, ch of a chance to... Um, crash in on the plane trip, would you actually get on that plane? And the answer is no. People are not going to get on the plane and you have a 30% chance of dying on that plane flight. So that's like wearing a mask. So if you tell me that, okay, if you wear a mask, then you can stop Corona, the, the spread of Corona by 30%. Okay. So don't act like a mask is everything. And that's what the liberals are doing. They're acting like wearing a mask is everything. It's going to solve everything. Just wear a mask and socially distance. Um, and, and that's just not possible. We're going to spread the virus. We're going to catch the virus. So why not allow the healthy people, the young and healthy people, to go out and catch the virus? There's no way of getting around it. Um, and so, but we have to embrace the fact that yes, it's real, you know, 
Um, this is a real disease. Um, it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's actually killing people. And there's things that we can do to stop it from spreading. But at the same time, at the end of the day, what liberals have to understand and what our leaders have to understand is that we have to still live our lives. We have to still go to work. We have to still run our businesses. We have to still, you know, our children need to get out and play. They need to be around other children. They need in-person learning. Um, and they need all of these things. And we cannot shut down our whole economy. Um, we cannot, um, you know, stop you know, um, mingling with other people and meeting other people and fellowshipping with other people. You know, I didn't hear anyone say anything about Halloween. It was very little said about people going out for Halloween. Very little. But they have a problem with us coming together for Thanksgiving and coming together for Christmas. Okay. I hear very little talk about people celebrating out in the streets for Joe Biden um, winning the election. Very little and really zero from people, you know, you know, upset about people rioting and protesting and things of that nature and not socially not being socially distanced and not wearing masks at times. Very little about that or they just say, you know what, well, this is more important than the spread of the virus. Okay. They actually said that, you know. So now, now you want everyone to be lottie dotty, everybody, let's shut it down. You know, so that's the big issue that we have here in how our nation is approaching this pandemic. And um you know, what's going on in California is very concerning. What I would also say is that um, in this article, it says that the vaccine that um, is is a little bit too late for the vaccine to have an impact on what's going on right now. And um, let's see, where is that part at? Because the vaccine, of course, is a big portion of going forward, how we're going to approach the spread of the coronavirus, but um, let's see here. But it's seen here. Okay, so let me let me read this part too. It says here the latest explosion of cases has been tied to people ignoring social distancing rules during the Thanksgiving holiday. Healthcare officials and workers express frustration that many people aren't following the state mandated safety rules designed to slow the rate. Okay. Um, so it says, what's ever coming, I don't think any of us are going to be able to manage it, Ufer said. You have a dam that's about to break, and you have got to stop putting water into that dam. Okay, so it says here, if people don't curtail upcoming holiday travels and get-togethers, the state could see a surge upon, could see surge, upon surge, Fauci said. Again, blaming the people, blaming the people. Then he goes on to say, I am fearful it would be worse than what we saw in New York. Fritherness said, when New York's hospitals became overwhelmed, healthcare providers poured in from around the country. Then I think that's also the key there is that um, when you have a hotspot like California, what we need is a national task force to of healthcare workers that are willing to go to other places. Um, also, we had the ship, the Navy ship that was um, used to to dock at in New York. Because California is on the water, why not have a Navy ship come and do the same thing? We can handle this. We we, we do have to have a better response. Um, President Trump has not been perfect, okay? But the Democrats have not been perfect either. And they have been hypocritical about um, a lot of things that they have, a lot of things that they have done as well. The vaccine... Why not send more vaccines to places who have hotspots? You know, if you have a place like California, you know, because it says in the article here, and I can't find it right now, but it says in the article, they did mention the vaccine and they did mention, um, but, but basically they only mention it as far as saying that um, it's a little bit too late to help right now with what's going on. 
Um, let's see here. Let's see. Okay, so this is the main part of the article. It says here, basically about rationing. Some comp some compromise of standard of care is unavoidable. It is not that an entity, system, or local or lo or lo or locale chooses to limit resources. It is that resources are clearly not available to provide in a regular manner. The document obtained by the Los Angeles Times reads, the country's healthcare services director, Dr. Christina Galli, said that the guidelines were not in place as a Friday night, but that they were essential to develop given that the surge has arrived, the worst is yet to come. So basically, we don't have any other way of doing it except for we're going to have to start rationing care and um, so basically what's going to happen is um, let me see where was that quote it's a pretty good quote and if you go to purelyfluent.com on the blog I will list this article on foxnews.com there for you to read yourself um So basically, what's going to happen is that was a big, that, that, that was a pretty good quote there. Let's see. Okay, so here it is. All right, so it says here that instead of trying to try everything to save a life, their goal during the crisis is to save as many patients as possible. So that basically means, okay, um, we normally would try to save that person's life. Uh, I mean, like, do everything possible. But right now, that's all we can do for you because we have so many other patients to go to 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 try to help to save their lives. This person is so far gone that they're just going to have to die, you know. And, you know, that's that's tough. That's tough for us as a society, for us as human beings, you know, um, and so that's where they are going into. Now, they might not get there. They might not get there to that point, but um, they're right on the cusp, as Dr. Farty said. California is right on the cusp of that happening. Now, that is not good. I'm not a, that's, that's, that's not a good thing, but guess what? You know, it might be something that we have to deal with. Um and we have to come to grips with that. It's not all the time is it, quote unquote, our fault. Okay. Um, there's a lot of things in life that you just have to deal with. Um, so let's go to the vaccine portion. This is the other very important part here. Let's see. It says here that California has begun receiving new COVID-19 vaccines. But the available doses are too scanty and too late to have any immediate impact on the soaring infection rate. So, this is the issue with that. Again, we're going to have to be smarter and better with this, y'all. California is having a big issue right now. Send more vaccines to California. Okay. Send more vaccines to California. Again, we need to get the get the vaccine in the hands of those who are high risk. You know, like basically, if you're at a certain age, all the vaccines should start going to those people first. Co well, people with co with comorbidities first. Healthcare workers, soldiers. Um, how about this? Um, restaurant owners, um, restaurant employees. All of these people who are on the front line, get it out to them first, okay? Um, and slow the spread of the virus that way. So now we have something powerful that can help us. Um, we shouldn't be blaming each other and blaming people for just wanting to live their lives. We shouldn't be blaming politicians for, you know, um, wanting people to just to to allow people to just live their lives, okay. Um, a famous man, I think, it was Patrick Henry. Henry said, "Give me liberty or give me death." You know, give me liberty or give me death. You know, 
Um, and that's how I feel as well. You know, look, um, I have a son and I have a life. And sometimes I feel like, you know what, if if it's meant for me to go, if it's meant for me to catch, to catch Corona and go, then it's just meant for me to, to do so. You know, um, but I have to live my life. I have to work. I have to live my life. I have to, you know, have fun with my son. I have to get him out and to, um, you know, give him some mental stimulation and some fun with other children and things of that nature, you know. And um, it's very, very important. We have to live our lives. But liberals, unfortunately, liberals, they feel like um, we should even be on the earth. They feel like the things that happen on this earth is the, fa- is the fault of human beings. Let's see. So let's read that article from the New York Times real, real quick. Let's see here. Just a few pieces from, from the article. It starts out by saying, our species possesses inherent value. <laughs> of course, they have to say that first, right? But we are devastating the earth. Okay, I'm waiting for... Uh-oh. See, I didn't read this before I got on the podcast. I just saw the, the title of the headline. And the, the New York Times wants me to log in in order to read it. And I'm not going to do that. Um, they want me to join their little... Um, online paper or whatever, but I'm not going to do that. But just know that they have an article that talks about would human extinction be a tragedy? <laughs> and let's see, the Vox has one too. Let's see here. Let's let's go there real, real quick. Again, another liberal paper, the Vox. Let's see. Okay, so this is this one's a little bit too too involved for me to read right now, but yeah, you know, so um, those are the things that we really have to look at uh, with the Corona pandemic and everything like that. Is you know, it's very sad to see what's going on in California. People are dying. Um, you know, people are being hospitalized, and they're dealing with the the idea of rationing care. Um, the healthcare workers are being overworked. You know, so we have some problems that we really have to come to grips with in our country um, right now. And I'm hoping and praying that we can come together, quit the politics, quit the, you know, um, you know, I'm going to go in my corner. You can go in your corner. We're going to start calling each other names and we need to really come together. And that's a great political strategy. You know, if we want to win elections, that's a great political strategy is to be honest to confront the things that are going on and not ignore them um, in any kind of relationship, you know what I'm saying, in any kind of communication with other people, in any kind of deals with other people. That's a great strategy, okay? So that's what we need to do as conservatives. Um, and we need to make progress in our nation. We need conservatives, hallelujah, with the Georgia runoff coming up we need to be better communicators of who we are and we need to find solutions and we need to be common sense and that's basically how trump became president anyway people thought he was common sense people thought he was your average guy even though he's a billionaire um and that's the way we won our elections and that's what that and that's the way that we're going to win our elections you know we have to be who we are and show how illogical and inhuman the liberals are because right now the fact that they're trying the fact that they are trying to play God with the coronavirus may be the reason why the coronavirus is affecting us so badly and that's what they have to come to grips with and we have to call them out and we have to expose them for this because they're the ones who are trying to play God with the climate and now they're trying to play God with the, with, with the coronavirus. They're trying to play God with the Constitution. 
oh, you know, we, you know, we're going to just throw away the Constitution and we're going to tell you to shut down your business. You can't run your business. But at the same time, they're playing politics with the aid that should be going to businesses and to people who are hurting during the pandemic. So many people are hurting during this pandemic, y'all. So many people are going to food banks who never went to food banks. Um, they're um, homeless. Um, there's so many people that are hurting because of politics. And now we have to expose the politics through honesty, through um, embracing the truth and confronting the truth and really thinking this out and really um, having a conversation out there. And I'm going to do a podcast about the need for us to do more debates with liberals because we're going to wipe the floor with them when we have a debate. When we have a open-ended debate, not where you have the moderators who are, you know, um, trying to rig the debate. But what we need is we, we need more open-ended debates where we can have real conversations about the issues that are facing us today and we will wipe the floor liberals <laughs> Trump whooped Biden up in the debates Pence whooped Kamala Harris up in the debates why? because when we have an open-ended conversation on what's really going on and we're honest and we're compassionate and we confront the issues and uh, we're strong at the same time then we will win and we will help more people that way. And that's what it's really all about. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you learned something. Um, and, and I hope you got the news. And that's very, very important. Um, please go to purelyfluent.com and I will post this article. And um, you can make a comment on um, the content that is being provided um, and what's going on with the coronavirus in California and across the country. Do you have any ideas? What could we have done better with our handling of the coronavirus this year in 2020? Um, and what can we do going forth as well? Many blessings to you. Bye-bye. And thank you for listening to Purely Fluent Con uh, Podcast. This is Cedric. Have a great day and many blessings to you. And happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you as well. Bye-bye.